Hello everyone, welcome to another Game of Thrones Tower of Babel breakdown for Season 5, Episode 7, The Gift. And uh, I want to start off by making a quick apology for last week. Um, I know a lot. we have a lot of new listeners uh, this season and I do apologize for the audio last week, but I had no idea that that was happening until after we'd finished recording. And I made the decision, it was either to scrap the episode um, or or release it as is. And I figured, you know, it, as bad as it was, and I do apologize, again, it was, it was pretty rough and I apologize for that. I'd rather have that than nothing at all. So, um, again, hopefully we've got it all fixed this week. Uh, we're going to try a different setup and everything, so we're excited about that. Yeah. But uh, I'm joined, as and always, thank by... Thank you my- for powering through that. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and book reader friend, Daniel D'Souza. Uh, I'm Julian Muche. I haven't read any of the books, but we talk about the show as a show, so that's fine for me. And uh, speaking of which, let's get into this one because it was pretty, pretty action-packed. And maybe action-packed is not the right word. Action is probably not the right but, word. But like, just stuffed full of stuff. Busy. Yeah, busy is a good word for it. Word selection's never been my, you know, my strong suit, okay? So we'll go from... Let's just jump into the episode and forget I even mentioned that. Uh, You're really good at saying jump into the episode. <laughs> I, well, I've always been good at that. All right. I, ever, I think maybe ever since the first episode of our first ever podcast. I think I might have said that probably in episode one of our of Tower of the Tower of Babel podcast. I'm pretty sure. And then you never let me forget it every time I said it. And I tried to change it. Like I was like trying to do different like different things. Like let's get on in there or let's go or something it doesn't work it's never it's never as good it's never as good <laughs> well it's, it's, it sounds right, so start, forced. It's, gotta, it's, it's gotta be natural daniel yeah it's gotta be natural okay so let's be natural and talk about uh castle black that's where this episode starts and uh i like how it it kind of jumps around a little bit this episode but it does it does a pretty good job of sticking doing one thing and then moving on and not kind of like jumping back and forth around to different it places. sort of moves like north to south right yeah so we have uh, John is releasing uh, Torment. Uh, you know, we already knew what his his plan is. They're on their way to uh, Hardhome to collect the rest of the wildlings to bring them into the south side of the wall, give them a piece of land and the gift so they can help defend the wall from uh, the White Walkers. Right? Okay. So sound plan, whatever. People there don't just don't agree. Alistair Thorne kind of makes a comment about, you know, he doesn't he doesn't agree with the plan at all. I do like the line from John, you know, as always, I appreciate your honesty, well, which is pretty great. Um, and uh, then Sam gives John a, that bag of dragon glass that he's been holding on to ever since like three seasons ago when he found it at the fist of the first men. Um, it's nice seeing that back again. A little bit of continuity there. Um, so remember, the dragon glass is the is 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 what is, what is it exactly? Is it kind of like just it's, like uh, it's obsidian? Okay, but it's the only weapon that anybody knows of that uh, is effective against the waywalkers. Okay, um, normal swords they just shatter. It's like they're too cold and they shatter. I guess. Okay, all right. I mean, it doesn't have to be explained. It just doesn't. It's magic. Okay, so um, that's the last we see of John. Uh, it's not the most, you know, tearful of goodbyes. It's more of like a see you later, you know. Um, this, to me, it seems like this plan is going a little, is going like, I know everyone disagrees with it, but to me, I just got to like, I'm very confident that this plan is going to go, is going to go smoothly. And I, maybe I'm setting myself up for like heartbreak as, you know, as happens with the show. But I just feel like, you know, it's, it's, the it's smart. It's a smart plan. And this, instead of like 
being like most of the people in the show are forced to do something that they either don't want to do or there's something they want to do, but before or after they wanted to do it, you know, and it's never the right, never. And I guess this, he would like to do this sooner, but it's never right. But this is the right plan. And I, so I'm, I'm behind it because it's the right. Thing. And he's finally in a position yeah. in which he's able to exact that, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Anything else about John? I, don't, I think I, I, that's good. Nothing really. It's like it's more about Sam this episode yeah. than John. And speaking of which, we have a the Sam, the next scene is Sam and uh, Meister Eamon. Um and it's really it's a really touching scene. It's you're really seeing the last moments of a man of a of a really you know old wise man's life. Old also true, but wise is probably true. Uh, mo- is most true. Um, I think. He's like supposed to be referred to as like one of the oldest men in Westeros. Um, one of, is not only is he one of the right? oldest, he's also like he's been around. He, he has that piece of history. Like someone could be old and just live in some town somewhere, and they wouldn't be able to tell you much, right? Yeah, he has a piece of history from you know each generation of the Night's Watch and his family and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was supposed to be king, didn't you know pass it on? All these crazy things, like um, and you know he he. That line, I guess, the line that everyone remembers from the scene is the the at the end where he says like he's kind of like, I he's kind of not really, he's not fully there, right? And he he calls out to his his little brother Egg, uh, Aegon, and uh, he says, "I had a dream I was old," which is super sad, by the way. Um, and I, as far as I understand, it's right from the book. It is. I mean, the circumstances are completely different, but that line is. Hmm. Well, I mean, was he? Does he not die of old age in in the, in the book? <clears throat> yeah, he does. Okay, like that part is the same. But there's but it's like he, there's a lot of stuff that they skipped over because you know at the end he he dies anyways. But like he, he you know he has a bit more time with Sam. Yeah, and like it's hard to I can't really say anything about that without ruining anything okay. that happens. With all right, all right, okay, all right, fair, that's fair. Um, it, it's, again, I mentioned of old age. It's what I think. Uh, it's one of the few times on the show where people have died of old age instead of murdered. Um, mm-hmm. That's a night, which is a nice. I mean, as much as death goes, is a nice change. Um, it, it, it's just a nice scene. I mean, it's not. It's a well, it's sad to see the actor leave the show for sure because he's. Of course. And it's beyond just the fact that uh, Meister Eamon was an awesome character. Yeah, it's sad to see him go. Um, obviously, his legacy will like will live on. I think you'll he, they'll still be mentioning him for a while. I think, um, and uh, I don't know. It's just sad to see a, a character like that, you know, pass on. It, it's something we kind of knew was coming, but we didn't really want to accept it. You know, um, anything else you want to mention uh, about that? Well, <clears throat> I guess later on they do the funeral, and then uh, Thorne's little advice to Sam that he's losing all his friends. Mm-hmm. That that's kind of more the takeaway, I think. Because you know John's gone, everyone else that like that even cared about Sam is dead, mm-hmm. and then he's stuck here. Yeah, so they do this the funeral scene, another a nice funeral scene. We've seen a few of those at the wall before, you know. Now his watch has ended, um, stuff. Um, but that's that scene is really there just for, um, just to justify that line from Thorn to Tar- like to Sam, and you're losing all your friends, Tarly, um, which like plays into the next scene, which is um, Gilly almost getting raped. And uh, like attempted rape from two of two Nights Watchmen, um, mm-hmm. who we've never seen before. But like at, in the, at the funeral, one of them was just eyeing up Sam, like he hated him for some reason. Yeah, I mean, we, but whatever. I, they're just another. Again, yeah, we're reminded just, that we're all thieves cronies. and murderers and rapists and whatever, right? Um, it makes it. It's like that line from Thorne almost makes it like like 
sound like he like sent them to do that, but that seems not that's not obviously what happened. I, I don't doubt he would do something like that. Um, it's it's a little below him, even yeah. for someone like him. Uh, but the thing is, like Thorn, out of everyone at the Night's Watch, he's one of the few that still you know retains his honor and, and values his honor, right? Yeah. So I don't think he would do that. Yeah. So they well they re- really what these two guys want is they just they haven't had any you know action yeah. in a while, and they're looking. And she's the only girl there, so. <laughs> um, okay, whatever. So that happens. John tries, to, or Sam tries to come in and save them, or save her. Um, can't even really use his sword. Really, sick. he gets the shit kicked out of him, um, like nonstop, yeah, terribly. Um, and uh, okay, so um, Ghost comes in, saves the day. Cool to see Ghost again, which is another yeah, nice. He's thing. just been hanging out, but off screen. But uh, <laughs> I, I can't help but notice either, like. Ghost comes in, growls, right? It's like a maybe like a twenty seconds, maybe less of growling, right? Then they cut to Sam and Gilly, and they never like they never cut back to where Ghost like to Ghost again. Yeah, like, I noticed that too. And it's like it just feels like it just feels weird. Really trying to like conserve that budget for something. You like know? it's it's less than a cameo. Like he just pops in and then leaves. So I was like, oh, like, everybody's but, safe. I'm gonna get out. Yeah, of Yeah, but then they don't even show him leave. And also, why would he? Is he not travel with John? I mean. He's always been around. I guess you could say, like, yeah, he, he's, you're supposed to assume he's just around at, at uh, the castle there, whatever. That's fine. It's just weird that he wouldn't but, uh, them. I don't know. I suppose John's going on, on ships. Maybe Ghost doesn't like the water. Yeah, I, right. uh, maybe. I don't know. Uh, or they're going and they're coming right back to Castle Black. But you feel like if he thinks they're going to come across White Walkers, he would want Ghost there. Yeah. I don't, I, he, we obviously know that he doesn't have, like, a lot of control over Ghost. Ghost kind of just does his own thing. He's like a... He's a bit of a like loner. A ghost. Like a ghost. No. Yeah, because he just shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, I guess. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was a bit of a stretch. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about this scene for a bit more. I, I've, I, While doing my research for the show, as always, I, I came across some stuff about, obviously, last week's rape scene, very controversial. We talked about it, right? Um, and uh, so for this one, this is a, they did this last time they did a rape scene, okay? So last time it was with Jamie and Braun. Uh, or Jamie and Braun, Jamie and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and uh, Cersei scene, and the next week was that like um, Crasher's Keep thing where they like he or they like were the the the, the mutiny, and then there's that oh, yeah. like scene where like there's like all that raping going on in the background. Remember? Oh that? yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah. people were a little yeah. upset about that, a little crass, and this is again another attempt at another situation where they're a bit crass, um, and they went back to the same trope. And people pointed out online, and I, I completely agree with them uh, this time, as opposed to you know what I thought about last week's scene, which I thought was a little bit more justified. This one seems completely unnecessary, and I'll tell you why. Um, as far as I understand, it's not from the books, which is never, which on, on its own, not a big deal. A lot of most of the best scenes are are aren't from the books, and we'll have more wow. of those as the show continues. I don't know if I anyway. agree with that, but whatever. Um, and then secondly, it's. It's just a really heavy-handed story technique that seems like they didn't have to use again right away so quickly, um, especially after something so controversial just last week. Uh, and then second or thirdly, um, and something that was brought to attention is the trend in like in a lot of like movies, shows, and stuff like this is to for like when someone's saved from a rape, when a female saved from a rape, one of the things that happens fairly often apparently is that the 
savior is like rewarded with sex from the from the person who yeah. was saved. It's not even just about being saved, like being saved in general. Yeah, that's just that. You but, see that everywhere. But the rape one, it's, it's, it's especially weird at this. Yeah, yeah, because like in retrospect, it seems like it wouldn't be their first thing they'd want to do. You know. After yeah, well, the thing you have to remember in like I think it was season one when Shay and Tyrion are talking about his story, she like makes fun of Tyrion. She's like, a girl who's almost raped wouldn't invite you into her bed like two hours later. Yeah, that's that's like that's George Martin's comment on that type of storytelling. Yeah. How it's like it's ridiculous. It doesn't make sense. Girls don't think that way. That's like, are they should they wouldn't you know? Yeah, and then but and then they use then it they here. go ahead and do it anyways. Yeah, and then escape. Like, all that being said, we do like Sam, and it's happy to see him. You know get rewarded for something you know um i guess i mean it's, it's if they're gonna do it you know at least it's with you know at least it's sam and you know we're happy for him he loses his v card um and <laughs> in like the opposite of like how you normally see those kinds of scenes play out um which is kind of fun um but other than that i would do i i just say yeah, i'm a little a little ticked off with game it's of thrones for that a little one. too rapey a little bit much yeah a little they're getting a little rapey over there. Like, they they could have just gone with, like, I guess, I don't know, have her, like, have some food that they want to take from her or something like that. It could be, yeah. You could get the same point across without trying to, like, play on the, people's emotions like that. Well, yeah, or just not have the scene at all. I mean, as far as I understand, again, and this is just from the stuff, I'm not, I'm not, I'm trying not to, I try to avoid spoilers as much as I can, as obviously we do that for for the listeners here, we don't yes. do spoilers, but um, as far as I understand, the reason this this happens in the book but the reason is because of um uh because of the death of or not the reason it's not like they're like oh well he died so let's have sex but like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mr. Eamon it's uh, more about comfort it's yeah, just they're both yeah. lying together and, and realize life is short yeah, which is, even though it wasn't for Eamon yeah <laughs> exactly but like um that that why couldn't that could work for this like that's no reason they couldn't have done that which it seems like just an odd choice like because it wasn't really an action scene by any sense. It was just more That's like... the other thing about it. It's like... It's, it, I find it kind of boring, you know? Yeah. They're, they're, they aren't even established as enemies yet. They're just these random guys and they just beat the shit out of Sam. Yeah, I mean, we he, see... He doesn't, feel, he doesn't really have... Sam, you know? Yeah. And Ghost is the one who ends up saving the day. Why didn't she fuck Ghost? Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't... <laughs> just kidding. Damn, let's not add bestiality to the, the list <laughs> yeah, of things that they're doing it wrong already, Okay. All right, well, let's stay on the, the rape tip for a bit and uh, move over to Winterfell. And, well, we might as well, let's not bring it up and then just drop it and then bring it up later. Yeah, we might as well yeah, just yeah. stick with it. Power through, Dan. Power through, okay? Um, move to Winterfell. And uh, we have Sansa and Theon. And, okay, so this is a scene that does a lot to justify the last week's scene wasn't necessary because a scene like this would have worked just as well argument, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we see Sansa uh, pretty rough here like hairs disheveled bruises all over right then she makes a comment about how he's been treating like you know hurting her every night um, and being abused and asking Theon for help so in retrospect backpedaling a bit I, I still think that the scene wasn't done in such it, nearly crass a ways they could have was still done as best as they could have done if they had to show it. This makes it sound like they didn't really have to. Makes it, but but it's happened. So there's nothing we can do about it now. Yeah, no, it re- really makes it seem like last week's episode, like what they did at the end, was just for shock value because it doesn't actually have any bearing 
on what she's going through right now. It was just to yeah. put the audience through that, to put her audience in her shoes or like make us feel like gross on the inside. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I, 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 I feel you. And it, and it, and if if that's all it was, and it, or if it was for that, if it was justification for like Theon's growing as a character, even then we talked about this last week. How that's really not you can't really justify it that way. So I suppose that's why like they focused on Theon's face here. So like you can tell he's having a hard time with it. You can tell that he's yeah. torn. But then in this week's episode, he's still reek. He's you know yeah, but I think you can still I think you still see him struggling with that a bit. Yes. right. Um, it's not like so cut and dry for him. I think he does understand that, um, you know, the, or that Ramsey still has all this power and he's mm-hmm. not willing to like risk anything again. And but, I, I suppose it's actually somewhat better this way. So it's not like there's this, you know, this horrible, disturbing rape scene last week. And then yeah. now Theon's a hero, right? He's still, he's still, uh, Reek, he's still weak. And like he'll have to, if, you know, whatever happens, happens, but he'll have to see more in order to. Try to save sounds. Yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's a little it's bit a little better bit, that way. Yeah, it's a bit more gray yeah. now. It was not that it was so black and white last week, but it just like without obviously without knowing what was coming this week, it was hard. It was harder to make that. I was, you know, you know, I'll stand by what I said because at the time, I think I'm, I, I'm, it made sense, and I think it was justified. My 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 point of view is still justified based on what we knew, based now with new light. I mean, anyone who I, I can't remember what the saying was like. There's no reason to stick to your guns with it when you get new information. You know, it's it's yeah, smart course. to change your stance when you learn new information. So we learn new information here. And Mike, I've kind of flip-flopped a bit here, which if I was in politics would make me look bad. But since we're not, don't have to worry yeah. about that. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, if it was just like, you know, like like two or three seconds shorter, it would have been much Less, more bearable, I guess. Yeah, and, like, and we would have avoided this whole controversy thing. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So... Um, this episode. Yeah, so we get... So she's pleading with Theon to ask him for help. She tells him the whole thing about the the, um, the candle. Um, and then he leaves with the candle in his hand. Um, and then there's a very deliberately confusing cuts here where it cuts to, to like the tower, the broken tower, um, and him climbing stairs or whatever. It's supposed candles, to make you yeah. yeah, it's supposed to make you think like he's going to go do it. He opens the door and it's um, it's like uh, it's it's you know, it's yeah, it's Ramsey there in his study, and he, he presumably tells him what's going on, right? Um, okay, and then we get a Sansa and Ramsey scene, and she's allowed to out of her super dark fairy tale esque trapped in a tower situation to walk around her former home, which is a lot snowier. Apparently, there's some sort of uh, storm that's coming. Yeah, it, like even uh, at the wall, you could tell like winter's finally coming. Yeah, for real this time. Yeah, and the realsies. snow looks really fake, but that's just like a nitpicky thing for me. Yeah, it does look super fake. Um, Hate it. But like, I know. What do you expect? You can't. Yeah, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, all right, turn the snow on. <laughs> yeah, and it has, it has to be a visual cue. Like, you have to be able to yeah. see that there's snow. But if you, it would never stay in people's hair like that, or else they'd be freezing ice. That took me out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. That is super nitpicky, though. We'll, I agree. <laughs> um, so she picks up. She's trying to maintain some sort of semblance of control here. So she takes that pointy object from the ramparts, whatever it looks like—a corkscrew kind of. Um. She's going to hold on. Maybe that'll come back into play later, you know? But, I, I assume so. That's why it was a focal point. Like, Yeah, cut to, you know, close cut. Show her, like, pocketing it, you know. Um, then she still, but she makes, she gets in a couple, like, verbal jabs at Ramsey about um, her, his unborn brother, really, about him being the one with the true claim and all that kind of stuff, which is kind of nice to see, but 
she's quickly she, she's her, digging uh, herself a hole. She, as much as she's been miserable, she has no idea how much more miserable he can make. Well, her. like even remember, Theon even says it could always be worse. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, the uh, smoke is really you know, is steam is really taken out of her here uh, when she like they come around a corner and that old lady from that I remember I was like really like that. It really bugs me yeah, because I said North I really remembers. liked that old lady. I really liked they her. Fell for it. Yeah, damn it. Damn it, Game of Thrones, you got me again. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, she's been flayed, which is Ramsay's favorite pastime, apparently. That and cutting off people's dicks. Um, and they're not... He, she's obviously not happy lady. about it. Yeah, well, I, also, I, it's weird because, like, did she tell him... Like, did she tell Theon about this old lady? Or, like... How did he know it was this? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, how did he know that this was the old lady that was? I just, maybe I him? don't think anybody else has been to see Sansa because they didn't. Like, I mean, she could have. It, maybe it was implied that she told Theon, but I think he kind of just took the candle and left, right? Yeah, I don't. It, it cuts, so we don't know. Maybe she told her more, but at yeah, that okay. point, you're like, maybe you shouldn't have said that. You mm-hmm. know, less information, the better. Especially with someone you know is brainwashed. It, it's all very. It's poorly executed planning by Sansa. It's such a weird plan too. Like light a candle in this tower and then and then what? And why wouldn't this old lady just light the candle? Like she knows she's in trouble. Everybody's yeah, in trouble there. Just have that old lady light the candle in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then that gets, are we supposed to presume that Theon's the only one that's that's like tending to her? There's no one else coming to her room now. I guess so. You at know? this point, yeah, he's bringing her, her food because yeah, because Ramsay trusts Theon for Reek. I, yeah. Um... I'm back to calling him Theon, by the way. I, I can't. I can't. I don't like calling him Reek. It's unsettling to me. <laughs> um, so Ramsay figured out figured out what's happening. I guess it's not going to be any better for San, for Sansa, or I don't know how much worse it's going to really get based off of this. You know, um, she's going to be trapped in a room more. I guess I, I don't. I don't know what the fallout here is really going to be. Is it's going to be even more difficult for her to escape. Um, but again, I think we're still seeing this Theon transition here that I that that we've been calling. It's not hasn't happened yet, but I'm still predicting it. You know, it's just you can see like pieces of it, like hints yeah. towards. It, but yeah, he hasn't really done anything to make you think that yet. No, not yet. But it's coming. It's gonna be by the end of this uh, by the end of this season. Well, they definitely have been focusing on the Boltons and Theon and like everything in Winterfell a lot. So it better pay off because I'm really sick of just seeing the Boltons win all the time. Yeah. Um, well. You, Here's what I'm thinking. This is my prediction, and I know this. Someone, you know, write it down. I think it's by there's not the last <laughs> episode. Someone else the to write it down. Episode. I'm not gonna write it down. <laughs> I got too much stuff. I got this notes to write. I got yeah. this show to edit after. No, I got. I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Um, so I think there's gonna be some sort of other rapey type scene later in the season with Sansa, right? And um, and and Ramsay. She's gonna like make an effort. To like she's gonna have that pointy thing and she's gonna try to do something, but Ramsey's not gonna is gonna stop her. And then Theon's finally gonna have the um like he's finally gonna build have the courage to actually do something. And then he's gonna like stab him in the back with something else or something. You know what I mean? He's finally gonna no- find a sure. like see that moment of weakness where he can like mm-hmm. exploit it and finally get like exact some revenge or something. I, I, or I bet you would love escape. that. Escape. I think yeah, I bet I would. And I also don't appreciate your tone, sir. <laughs> <laughs> So um, that's my that's my prediction for the end of the season. It sounds very it's very traditional storytelling, but um, I think uh, I think I'm ready for that. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna build my I'm gonna build up my expectations and hope they do not falling get for it down. all over again. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm a I'm like a I'm like in a, an abusive relationship, <laughs> you know, with the show. 
where I like, you know, like, you know, maybe, maybe this time. Yeah, it'll be different this time. <laughs> maybe this time she'll take. You just, you the... just don't know the show like I know the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you're like, you're like the friend who's like trying to like <laughs> yeah. always been trying to like tell you like, like no, we've been through this you... before. You, you're better than this. Yeah, like why aren't you leaving? Like just leave them. Just leave them. Just get your things and go. Just get them and go. It's okay. You don't need that stuff. It reminds me of a Dane Cook joke, um, but I'm not going to tell it now. Look at that one up. It's pretty funny, actually. You don't need your CDs. It's like they always come up with bad excuses. I'm telling it now. They always come up with bad excuses. <laughs> where like, you have excuses to like, like, I can't just leave. I can't just leave. He has my CDs in his truck. <laughs> and like, I can't just leave, walk away from like years of CDs, you know? That's what how I feel in this in this Game of Thrones relationship. I can't just walk away, you know. There's, I've been too invested too much, and we do this podcast. I can't just walk away. It's and too late. <clears throat> disclaimer: There's nothing funny about rape or abusive relationships. I feel like this no. this podcast is getting very broy. Yeah, you're right, <laughs> but it's just, it's a Dane Cook joke. What yeah, do you expect? Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Okay. All right. Sorry. Yeah, but you're right. I do. I just want to make that clear. Disclaimer: You're right. We do not. Um, we do not. Yeah. Everything he just said. <laughs> But we'll move on, I think. Um, we do get to see a nice scene with um, Brienne and Pod for about 20 seconds. If that. Um, <laughs> they're standing up in the snow. <laughs> just looking at the tower. Brienne's literally every day just looking at this tower. Is that what we're expecting I guess, to believe and here? also, I thought they could see the tower from their hotel room. Why do they have to go stand in the cold? That's fresh air. I guess. Cold, fresh air. That's slightly... Like slightly better view of the tower where she's supposed to make out this little candle. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's just a bad plan. Oh, but like, we're not going to get into plan. that again. Light the tower on fire, then she'll notice. Put a candle in the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's not much. That's much harder to do. Yeah, of course. You know. All right, so let's move on a little. Let's skin the winter for for a set for a bit though. So in between Winterfell and the Wall is where Stannis is. So they're in they're in camp and um, Davos. Um, Brings some bad news to the tent, the king's tent. He's lost. They've lost a bunch of horses uh, overnight, presumably from freezing. Um, and the storm crows—is that what, who, what they're they're called? The storm crows left. It's a group of sellswords mercenaries. Few hundred men is what it is, right? I think they or said five hundred or something. I think they okay, said so five hundred. Yeah, you know, five, five yeah, a few hundred, five hundred men um, left. So that's not good. He knocks over the the piece. Bad news. He counsels retreat, moving back to Castle Black and, until a better time, right? Um, Stannis doesn't want to be the king who ran, right? That's what he says. Yes, because he already retreated so he has, once at Blackwater. Yeah, so he can't. He has to move forward, only forward, which is a cool, which is a cool line. But and he, he does make a good point about like if they go back to Castle Black, they're going to winter there. There's no way to know how long this winter will last. Like, he could yeah. be dead by and the time. And they don't have the food. Yeah, they don't have the food He has that, to, he and... to accomplish his Yeah, so how does, how, does, how does seasons work in this, in this, by the way, um, show? This, how, how does it work? Is it, they, are they, a, like, a season comes and then it just lasts for however long That's it's That's one of the big things. In, in this world, winters and summers can last years, generations. It's not really defined. And there's no spring or fall? It's just no, there winter are. or summer? There's both. Okay. And do those last really long, or are they just transition periods? They're well, just like with us, they they last less long than the other seasons. I think. Mm, okay, okay, okay. It's but it's like yeah, there's no science behind it. It's just random. There's winter could okay. be forty years. Okay, all right. Long winters, long summers. 
Um, maybe sometimes short, sometimes long. Okay, interesting. There's no distinct. It's not like each winter's eight months or four months or whatever it's going to be. Okay. So Stannis makes a good point. He can't move back. It's too late now. Have to move forward. Okay, that's fine. So Melisandre moves in or comes in and she's kind of got to keep his spirits up in some way or something um, and reminds her uh, him of the visions she's had about this whole event. She's and what are the two big ones, Dan? Uh, so she says that she sees herself walking on the battlements of Winterfell, mm-hmm. and the Bolton banner, the flayed man, uh, falling to the ground. Okay, the, they're very vague. So, do you not get the impression here that this is one of those classic situations where, you know, you get what you wish for or whatever, but at like some really high cost, or you know, it's yeah, like, the, the it's vision left that part out. Yeah, it's like completely out of context, you know, and there's some other part that happens or like mm-hmm. they're only putting in de- they're only lowering the the banners because they're putting up nicer new ones or something, <laughs> well, you know. I don't it's that. But that's like <laughs> you No, know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> 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 but like I was like, "Hey, we won, so let's like, you know, let's splurge on new new banners, <laughs> you know. I've been I've been saving this for a while, but like I think it's time." Um so uh that's fine. That may or not be may not be true, and we don't know, obviously. But um, the big takeaway here is that she wants to she wants to burn more people. <laughs> it's kind she of her wants, thing. Yeah, she wants more royal blood, right? And John, and um, uh, uh, he Stannis makes the comment that you know John isn't with them anymore. But are we supposed to know that his blood is royal? Like what what way is his blood royal? You know? No, he said Edric wasn't with them anymore. Oh, or okay. uh, whatever uh, Robert's bastard kid was, not Edric. Oh, That's Robert. Ba- I heard. Okay, okay. I I heard. Um, What's his name? I Gendry. Heard, yeah, Gendry. I thought I, when he said Robert, I heard like Ned's Ned's bastard son, which is mm. John, right? Although it is weird that he wouldn't just refer to him by name. In retrospect, that makes much more sense. Yes. Um, but no. So her solution is um, let's burn Shireen. Mm-hmm. Um, sweet little girl. Yeah, and we're all like, whoa, 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 hold the bus, Gus. What's your problem, all right? This is a sweet, like you said, a sweet little girl. Who do you think you are? And even, you know, and credit to the show, even Stannis is like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, no, there's, there's got to be another way. Yeah, that's like, not back happening. The, yeah, back it up, all right? Um, so that's that's good. You, you just get this. You He did pause there for a bit, though. That does give you some concern. He's like, oh, well, maybe... Um, why can't they just make like another smoke baby? Well, the thing is, she, I don't, it's not really clear. <laughs> it took a lot out of her, I guess. I guess. I was like, uh, but oh, she's just not. There's blood magic it. involved. It wasn't just like he had to bang her to make a baby, but she okay. had to do something on the other end. Yeah. Or what they use le- so why couldn't they use leeches again? Exactly. Uh, they may not have leeches in the, with them. I don't know. Is that what it is? Okay. Or maybe, maybe again, like maybe all of her magic tricks are just like a one-off. Like she can do it once, and then that like she's used that spell like in D anD D. Like you use a spell once per day. You know, she's just out of her <laughs> boat, like crossed off the list. She's 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 in. She's like it's waiting for re, like reload. But she has a list of spells, and then yeah, she, she cool used down. that one, so it's good. yeah. Yeah, she's in cooldown state. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think that's what it is, but whatever. Uh, I, I also this think just... this one needs to be more powerful than either of the other ones. So I she needs guess. to actually like sacrifice. They, like, so she used leeches to get some of Gendry's blood. They didn't kill him, and that now this needs to be much more powerful than that. Why? So, because, but that's not explained. Why does it need to be more powerful? I don't know. They just, two... she, everything that she says they is just, cryptic. 
everything that happens with her is not explained and the rules need to be better established is really what I'm getting. Well, at, okay, okay. Well, then what the fuck is King's Blood, right? Like, like... No, that, no, see, no, that, that makes sense. King's Blood has more power than regular person's blood. I can buy that. But when you yeah, say... Yeah, but, but there, there are so many, like, weird, like, this person may or may not have King's Blood. Like, status is king because Robert died, but then, like, they usurped the throne in the first place. Like, how do you define what's King's Blood? Yeah. So, like, I, I status was never crowned king. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, like, I don't, yeah, I don't know. But it, it, there could be more rules is really what we're getting at. Yeah, probably. Um, anything else you want to mention about anything going on in the North? Um, no, I think we covered it all. Like, just that winter is finally coming. There's yeah. snow everywhere. <laughs> yeah, all right. Super Good. important. Snow, winter is finally, <laughs> can we say it's arrived? Is winter arrived? I wouldn't say it hasn't, it hasn't arrived in earnest yet, but it is coming. Like, the Stark family words make, or make much more sense right now. Yeah, I do like we that. Talk about was it that for this, five was seasons. That, was that this week's line? What did they say? Yeah, Stan said that as well. Yeah, it's not just the 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 Stark family words. The, the Stark reality. family words. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so let's move to somewhere a lot warmer in Dorne. Um, so we have the fallout of last week's battle, um, or battle. It's not the fight. <laughs> but yeah, between. Uh, the Sand Snakes, uh, Jamie and Braun. Um, and then we have this really weird scene of Braun in the dungeon in Dorne. Um, this is a weird one, man. I don't know if this is even, again, yeah. like, this is a pretty busy episode. Like, did this one really need to be in there? And I'm all for whatever that girl's name is, boobs. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she's got, a, she's got, like, she's got a nice body. But it just, it was like, it just, what did we get here? So we found out that Braun was poisoned. But okay. then it then, but then automatically erased that, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, like, so what was the point of any of that? I don't know, we because got... you already know that the Sand Snake used poison, so did Oberyn. Like, that's, that's not a surprise yeah, okay. to anybody. It didn't so accomplish cleared, anything. They cleared that up. In fact, her blades are poisoned. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, I got the cure for you. Like, what's the... I don't get it. I, you know, okay. I, I'm at a loss, I, then. We, we, did get, we did get to hear him finish that song, though. The Dornishman's yeah. wife, or whatever. There's a few refrains in the middle too. It's a funny song, but <laughs> um, apparently someone put together like both halves, like the front first half where you're singing on the horse, and the back half yeah. probably singing here, so they can like put them of together. Of course, someone did that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just not a fan of the scene. Um, I, no- I noticed. Like, I'm a the... fan of it, but for the wrong reasons. You know yeah, I, mean? I get exactly. Yeah, same. I mean, it's a, it, exactly. I can appreciate it for what it is, but I don't really it also though to be fair it didn't waste a ton of time like yeah it wasn't I, long i i think if they had just done the jamie marcella scene you would have been like well what happened to braun what happened to sans things you kind of wanted more out yeah, of I guess. follow you like but i, I, I want to see more what i care about more in terms of the follow is how duran reacts to it right yeah, like, i want to barely that. had any of him he's like one of my favorite oh, new he's actors. a major character we need to yeah it's like and if you if you try to get us to care about him later in the season it'll be too late because there's only three mm-hmm. ep- two episodes left three episodes three. left yeah and yeah so it's like what are we supposed to how we can't really care for him that much all that we know is that he's you know he's Oberyn's brother and that's all and we he's know. very very patient and he's in a wheelchair yeah yeah that's about all we know and he's got um gout um so we speaking of Jamie and Marcella the Jamie and Marcella scene this one also didn't really land for me um yeah. mostly because we've spent a total of what five minutes with Marcella over the entire series we could care less about this this girl you know, we we can empathize with the fact that she's or, been or their you know, relationship, yeah, 
Yeah, like that she's been forced to move, and you know now they're forcing her to move back and stuff like that. Yeah, you can empathize with that, but you don't like. You more care that Jamie's plan didn't work, or I guess Cersei's plan. But do you really care that you know? Are you supposed to be upset that Jamie didn't get to doesn't know his own daughter? Like, are we? Because he's never made it clear that that's something that's ever bothered him anyway. I don't think know? it ever really has either. He hasn't so, made any effort because he couldn't. But still, yeah. But there's that like the line where like you don't even know me, which is like classic teenager. Mm-hmm. But like, it's true. Are we supposed to care? Are we supposed to care? I don't because I didn't care. No. I'm like, yeah, true. Yeah, you don't know her, and she's actually <laughs> ruining her life by doing this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so again, these the, the Dornish scenes, true to form for the season, have not been the best. Uh, well, it's so, it's just like another example of like, everything in Dorn is being cut, like cut down, right? Slimmed down, so it's it's just bare bones. I mean, I don't know. It's not going to have the same effect later on in the season because Dorne hasn't been a major player in the show and then they still aren't this season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then... Unless you... you, I'm going to move on. Unless you want to mention anything else about No, that's fine. That that was disappointing. We we spent more time than we needed to on (laughs) that, in fact. Because as much as this episode has been really busy and a lot of stuff actually happened, that was a lot of not happening and a lot of seemingly wasted time this episode by the way longer than a regular episode a little bit longer running time uh than a typical episode which nice. makes sense when you, uh, you kind of feel it at closer to the end of the episode where you feel like you're like hmm, well mm-hmm. you should be ending here but you, it hasn't a couple yet. episodes this season there's been a point where i'm like man this this feels like a longer episode like this feels yeah you know i expected a cliffhanger a couple scenes ago yeah so let's move on to uh marine or I guess outside of Marine, just outside of it, we have, um, or in the Marine, we have Dario and Danny, uh, like a pillow talk scene. This is something they've been doing with the two of them for a while. Apparently, all they do is have sex and then talk about yeah, politics. That's, that one, that's that's very true to the books. <laughs> okay, all right, um, and I guess okay. What's he saying here? He he's not not to marry this guy is really it sounds more of like from a selfish perspective really than anything. yeah it's more of a like marry me and we'll run away together be happy yeah and he's like she's like that doesn't work are you silly <laughs> <laughs> and um and uh and then that the big i guess the big takeaway here is that he says you should kill all the masters and that my favorite quote i think maybe of the episode is that all rulers are either butchers or meat which is which is in response to her saying that she didn't want to be a butcher. It, it was perfect. Yeah. I like the way that was written. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. Um, scene itself. We know. Whatever. We got another scene where she's like, you know, I'm surprised we didn't see Dario's ass again. You know, like it's it's like you know the original first three seasons we might have seen like her boobs, but we're not seeing those. Not that I'm complaining. I'm like I'm saying like we need more. Nah, Danny she's, boobs. She's got more pull now. Just, she can. Yeah. It's just that that's like clearly the, what's going on here. Like her new contracts clearly been negotiated where she doesn't have to get <laughs> naked anymore. <laughs> Which, um, good for her. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to see that kind of thing in this episode where w- women are being degraded left and right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, so that happens. Then we have the actual exciting part of the Marine storytelling, which is the slave selling, which is, okay, so we see Jorah just outside of Marine, Jorah and Tyrion being sold um I kind of like like how the slave trader used like you know exaggerated his story a bit, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I I actually really like that uh, and like it, Jaro's look on his face when he starts like <laughs> making stuff up, it's priceless. Um, and uh, so he gets sold to some 
slave owning douchebag and uh and Tyrion, knowing that Jorah is really his best bet to stay alive and keep his dwarven cock from being cut off of him, mm-hmm. um, uses not just his brains this time, but also some of his brawn, and not brawn who's in the, in the you know, different brawn. I think everybody uh, knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I want to, I want to make it extremely clear. Um, anyways, he convinced that same um, slave owner that he should buy him too, and presumably for a lot less money. Um, so... I kind of like where he like yanks him down and just starts kicking the guy. Uh, it's you just don't see that from Tyrion very yeah. often. You underestimate. Uh, but he's like, like he's still like he's still a man. Like he has strength. Yeah, he's just not a, just less than a, you know most people would. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we go to fighting pits, and I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. I'll just put it out there and say that not what I expected when I expected to see fighting pit scenes this season. When I got excited about it last week. No, but I think they mentioned <laughs> that this is this is sort of like the the qualifier rounds you know like this isn't the yeah, coliseum okay. this is this is the the capua the before the, before sorry you didn't like that one no you didn't you to, i said call it the coliseet no uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, is it but i feel you, like my jokes haven't been landing today dan okay <laughs> it's okay we'll just i don't know what power, it is i don't power know through it but <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, in, in Gazi Arena, when before Capua gets its own arena and they're just in that little shitty square place in Spartacus, you mean? Yeah, yeah, that's sort of yeah. what this is. It's just, yeah, okay, yeah, amateur hour. Uh, all right, that makes sense. So we have uh, Danny and uh, her hubby to be are uh, they're touring the lesser, what are they, how do they say, it? the lesser fighting pits? Yeah, something like that. You know, as is tradition, um, apparently, which reminds me of a th- South Park episode, but I'm not gonna. You know, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. I know There's you. There's that episode where, in, where you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Where they the they the Canadian like wedding, the, the or royal wedding, like the, yeah. the royal wedding, and it's like every other thing is like as is tradition. Oh, and here they are dipping their hands in the uh, the pudding, as is tradition. Uh, and which I always thought was uh, hilarious. It does touch a little closer to home, us being Canadians and all, but it's funny. Um, anyway, moving on. That one I think will land. I think that one will land. Only time um, to tell. I, it's possible to know. I can't, <laughs> I can't hear how our, what our listeners think. Um, <laughs> luckily. Maybe we should get you a, uh, Jorah, like a laugh track for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I sh- you know you what, just I, press this little button. I should just get you one so you could play the cricket sound <laughs> over and over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> um, so luckily for, uh, Jorah and Tyrion, they're in the same fighting pit. That's very convenient. Um, again, it's one of those things where it's like, come on. But no, I'll this, allow time, it this time is different this time because if she's touring all of them, eventually she's going to get to theirs. You just they skipped over the non-important. Yeah, ones. but which would they have been? Would they have been there every time? You know, like would Tyrion have even survived? Probably not. You know, it's very yeah. it just happens yeah. to be the first one. Well, you just, see, like Tyrion okay, wasn't whatever. even allowed out there. He was just yeah, that's just true. Go with it. Okay, all right, but you you know my complaint about I like do. how this giant world is somehow it's very everyone seems to run into each other very conveniently, bugs me, um, but it does make for better storytelling. So uh, again, this week especially is a very I'll allow it. Um, so we get some we get some like pretty rough fighting, like people getting murdered pretty brutally. Um, Danny's not really enjoying it; she's like really unsettled and re- he's pretty much ready to leave. Jorah's like shit, this is my last chance. So he busts out, uh, busts out of the like the like the cage he's in, and like beats everyone's ass by not killing them, 
like breaking people's arms. Very Batman esque, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and thinking like, well, that will impress her. I didn't murder anyone. She likes not murdering, so that's good. And um, he gets that like gladiator scene where he gets to like take off the helmet and uh, reveal himself. And at first you're like, oh, well, she's gonna make you know maybe she'll be happy to see him. No, not the case. She's like, get on the fuck out of here. I don't want to see this fucking guy. Get this guy the fuck out of here. But luckily, uh, Tyrion makes like a nice entrance. He's like, oh, I brought you a gift. I brought you a gift. And he like strolls out like very confidently. Um, and you get that scene where like where he's like says his name. He's like, you know, my name is Tyrion Lannister. And then it cuts to what to me should have been the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. That should have ended the episode. Makes more sense, especially with the name of the episode being the gift, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just very it's really tight. <clears throat> I love how things come together at that. And it's like a really awesome, like cliffhanger, not really cliffhanger, but like we've been waiting for these, these characters to get together for so long. And it's like really, fi- it's finally happened. And we're going to cut to just another scene, you know, that should have been where this, like the episode ended. Yeah. It was a weird apex and then dropping down to the King's Landing stuff, which isn't, it's not that it's not interesting. It's just not on the same level. Yeah. And again, it, the way that this show, the episode ended was awesome, but mm-hmm. I think this is a better, a more awesome ending. If I was recutting it, this would, I would have like, cause they do a little bit of King's Landing stuff. We kind of skipped over it and they were going to come do it all at once. But, um, mm-hmm. they do, we come back to King's Landing for the final scene. If I was, if I was the director, um, and God knows I'll never be a director probably, <laughs> um, I would have flipped the two and yeah. just had the Marjorie stuff, um, and the, the Cersei stuff, and then had this be the final scene. Um, it's more action packed. It's got that really odd. Like we've literally been. With, these are like the two most popular characters. Arguably yeah, the two most popular. It's those those two and John. Yeah, and they finally come together. I'd be like, imagine if John just ended up over there. All of a sudden, you'd be like, our heads would explode. You know. Hmm. Um, so I, it's we're so excited to see what's going to happen next. So let's talk about that. What do you think is going to happen next? Presuming you don't know, I um, I I truly don't know. Because okay. it, is, is, it is, hasn't happened in the books like this, so I'm so, at the same page as you. Has um, it not happened yet in the books, <clears throat> or is it happen? Things happen differently. Um, um, if you can say, I don't know if I can say it. It, it doesn't happen like this in the books. Okay, whatever. Right? That's good enough. Um, okay, Tyrion's got a lot of confidence. I, you know, he he really good at talking himself out of situations. Yeah, it's and, worked very well for him. <clears throat> so he'll just play up the fact that, like, you know. He's a Lannister who hates his family and has a lot of inside information on everybody in Westeros. Can give her a, a great view of the landscape and what she's facing, and would actually yeah. be you know beneficial to her to keep alive. For, of course, he, of course, she's going to keep him alive. Like, it would be crazy if she killed him the next episode, right? Yeah, that be that would then our heads actually would explode. <laughs> we can all presume that's not going to happen. Jorah might not make it very long. He does yeah, we'll the see grayscale about and all that kind of stuff. Um, hey, if he cut off his hand, would he still would the grayscale? I think we talked about this like... last week. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like in the books, they they tell people to do that, but I mean, okay. it's easier said than done to cut off your own arm. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we've seen it a couple times in the like in the not just like in this show alone, but in like there was it happened the other it happened last like for the finale of spoilers finale of Shield. It happens in that show too. It's like it seems to be the trend, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see that happen. Um, right. Besides, you can get a cool metal, like golden hand, like Jamie. And I think it's his, you know, on his. Is it, left is it on hand, his so... fighting? It, no, it's, yeah, on it's his, his left hand. hand. He doesn't even need that one. Yeah, nobody needs a left. Hand. Right? I, 
<laughs> well, especially not left-handed people, because um, <laughs> those people are weird. Um, so I, 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 I don't want to spoil anything, but it's probably this is probably my favorite scene. Um, spoil anything from our from this episode's podcast. of this podcast, but yeah, this is probably my favorite <laughs> scene. People are like, "Oh, I needed to hear that ten minutes later." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, like this is probably my favorite scene in the episode. Uh, a couple other scenes give it a run for its money, uh, but this one just has so much more like significance in terms of the story that it, mm-hmm. I think it has to win. Um, and uh, so let's move on to King's Landing. Unless you have anything you want to mention about that. Oh, what, what, do, you, what do you think is going to happen in that? storyline there uh with uh, thing, but... yeah with Tyrion and with Tyrion and Dan yeah so I'm really I'm, I'm I'm really kind of at a loss I think I'm I kind of like what your 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 head's at that like you said he's so good at been so good at talking himself out of things Danny's smart ish and like she'll listen to reason if Tyrion's able to convey it reasonably and I think he will be able to I think she's at least listened to them out Tyrion He's smart and like he doesn't have any loyalty to his family or anybody in Westeros, really. So that's not—he's not really a threat. I think he truly would want to help her, but I also feel like he's smart enough or, or smarter than her and could be the one to manipulate yeah. her. Like she, she would easily be manipulated by Tyrion or Varys or Littlefinger, right? Oh, you thank you for mentioning Varys. Maybe he's going to arrive soon. You know, he might arrive in Marine in time to maybe convince her i i don't know where she where he stands with danny that may they might not have any uh, relationship in fact they don't they don't have an existence. well the thing you have to remember okay it's weird there's layers so Varys. yeah jorah was uh spying on daenerys and he was reporting to Varys, the spy master so yeah. Varys was in, yeah. in essence selling her secrets and he, you're trying to get her killed all that stuff but he was also the one who yeah. <clears throat> saved her family and he's been talking with uh ilrio from pentos and like, so he, yeah. he's he's played both sides of it, and I think Varys at the end of the day had loyalty to the dragon the entire time. Easier for him to say that than for her to believe that. Yeah, it's very convenient, you know. Oh yeah, I've always been out looking out for your best interest. Like really, because you mm-hmm. know, why the fuck should I believe you? You know. So I mean, I think it's just going to be. I, I'm just excited to see. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, my predictions aren't always come true. I already made one for today. Okay, so don't try to force me to make more. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that uh, I just am excited to see Danny's going to be in a real tough spot here. You know, we obviously, as the audience, are uh, we have a loaded um, perspective. We want to see Tyrion accepted by Danny. Team up, mm-hmm. awesome, love team ups. But I don't. I think we might be a little disappointed if it does happen. It's not going to happen right away. Um, and I just want to see how Danny's going to deal with this because this is like it's a this is some heavy stuff, mm-hmm. man. For her, like to have to deal with, so that's really what it's I'm just, excited. About. Remember, there there are three episodes left this season, and that's something that should be, you know, decided this season. Yeah, it it better be, you know, and I'd be even upset if they didn't touch on it um, again next week. If they left it, uh, if they like, we didn't see Arya uh, this mm-hmm. week, um, but if they don't, I barely saw John this in week. this. Yeah, if I mean, we we'll see John next week. Yeah, John's, he's the titular um, episode, but yeah, it's it's called Hard Home. I mean, it, they're going to pull some know. fancy tr- teleporting. I truly nice, wouldn't apparently. be surprised if Daenerys was not in next episode. Oh, that would piss me right off. I would be... The thing ooh, is, next episode is, just is get me called right. Hard Home. Obviously, it's mostly about Jon. We missed Arya. We're going to have to touch in with her and whatever else. Yeah. You could have a couple little daddy scenes, but she's not going to be... Nothing big, right? Well, why can't we just... Why can't those be the big ones? Why... 
You know, like we pretty much touched on every other one. Why is Danny being left out? Because she had a big moment. Also, this week. episode nine that is called seem, uh, "The Dance of the Dragons" or something like that. So oh, that that okay. obviously well, is the Daenerys episode. Yeah, I know, but yes, but I mean, I, to feel like to leave it on that cliffhanger would be would be odd to leave your audience like that. Yes, going like that's the big moment, and you're not going to touch. Maybe on it'll it be for, like it'll be the weeks. first scene right away. See what happened. They yeah. they tend to do that. They go back to back a lot. Although, even like we said, this isn't the last scene, although it feels yeah. like it should be. All right. Anything else you want to mention about that? Well, let's move on to yeah, so uh, King's, King's Landing. Landing. Okay. So, Cersei and Tommen. Some of these scenes are kind of are, are better than others. Okay. So, Cersei and Tommen. Big takeaway here is that Cersei has Tommen right where he wants him again, um, back under her wing. Um, Tommen feels powerless. Even as the king, he feels like he should be able to do something. In reality, he could do so many things. <laughs> like he has like literally almost limitless possibilities of options. But like he doesn't even know what his can, options are. He like he do. has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. He's always listened to either his mom or his grandfather and, or, or his, his wife. wife. Yeah, or but whatever. it's always been yeah. someone else guiding him or choosing his for yeah. him or whatever. He has no agency mm-hmm. of his own, really. Um But yeah, that's about it. I mean you could just see, this is like the beginning of Cersei's like you can just feel her glee just kinda like building even though her son's like super upset um yeah pretty much um well the other thing uh, it's it's not really that important but tommen gets to a point where he's very reminiscent of joffrey when he screams i am the king like that that joffrey did that Um, every episode this is the first time tommen's done that yeah but then instead of doing something like chopping someone's head off he um cries to his mom you know a little bit different (laughs) different reactions um, but you're right. That is a that is a, uh, interesting look at it. Um, then we have a scene with Lady Olena and the High Sparrow, which we still he still doesn't have a name, right? We still it's the High Sparrow. I feel like that's like a big. I feel like that might be a big reveal. Like that he's he's like there's some sort of yeah. even though his whole game is that he doesn't have a game is that like his name is actually going to be important in some way. I think so the whole thing like well, it, from his perspective is his name doesn't matter, right? Because all of them they've abandoned yeah. their family names. They just become brother this, brother that. Yeah. So he's just high spell. So, okay, all right. So we we have this scene where they kind of bond over being old together, which is funny. And then um, she, it's it, it's interesting because we love Lady Olena, right? We talked about that last week, but she keeps running into dead ends. It seems like this time, um, and she's kind of at a loss as to what to do. Um, so she comes to him to kind of like convince him to like let her family out, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, but. The, her normal tactics of like buying someone off, or you know, or you know, finding what they want and then giving it to them so that they can, so she can get what she wants, doesn't work for him because he doesn't have any angles. That's his yes. angle. He has there is no angle, which is weird for the show. We're like so used to have people having like some sort of ulterior motive for someone not to have it. it feels unsettling for us too, which I think is you know, yeah. done by the fact that he's also been doing. That's crazy the thing. Stuff. I think we talked about it last week too, but it's a very different King's Landing than Olena's used to, right? So she's yeah. you know been bred to play this game she knows how to play the game she's a professional and she's dealing with amateurs but that like that they're unpredictable and therefore she doesn't know how yeah. to play against them right like if, if you're a chess master maybe maybe chess is the wrong <laughs> one to go with but yeah. you know what i mean like if, yeah. if you're really good at a, at a certain if, sport if you're playing chess you, 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 you're, 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 I, I wanted you to finish that <laughs> no because uh, i'm pretty sure like a chess master would just destroy everybody every time 
if they're an amateur. Yeah, if you're a chess master and you're forced to play checkers. <laughs> no, no, I was going doing? was, and you have to play an amateur <laughs> in chess. It's different with sports. Oh. So like, you know, if, you, if you're playing yeah. a sport, like say you're really good at soccer, sometimes you'll be playing, and then someone who doesn't know the game is just defending, yeah. and they like they might just do whatever they want, and like you can't predict it because you know how you would react to a better player. Yeah, that's it's similar. That's always how I remember playing with football. You know, maybe people have a, a American football. If you're like as a receiver, you know, you learn to read off the defensive mm-hmm. back in a certain way and read their things because they're gonna. They're what they're doing is is based out of certain certain <clears throat> like systems and things that you understand. Mm-hmm. But if they have no idea about those systems and they're just running around in circles, they actually might be. They might actually might be able to make to a do better, a better play. job. Yeah. yeah, because they're just out of sheer luck, though. Yeah, you know. Um, but you don't know that's not necessarily it, what's happening because... with the high sparrow here. I feel like he does understand, yeah. but Cersei, yeah, as much but as she has idea. like all these like machinations, that. she is kind of the amateur here. She's being unpredictable. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty what we learned. He has that Lady Lynn is kind of learning out of options, but we do. Look, but I think the takeaway uh, from that scene and that we learn later is that she kind of does figure out a solution based on how he based on what he does the fact that he's only um his, what did he say he only serves the seven the 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 seven the seven mm-hmm. gods that's his only that's his only motive so knowing that with more information she can use that to her advantage right and oh, she does do that later do it, yeah yeah um she does drop the 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 um the threat again about like pulling her um her support the family like the 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 Tyrell support for King's Landing with like yeah, the that's food one and all of the that. Power cards, yeah. About, yeah, and saying how you know you might all be equal, but you guys can all starve equally too. So and see how that goes for you. Um, so then Elena meets Littlefinger in the brothel, which is all destroyed, and uh, so they admit to killing Joffrey. Is this something that we've heard as a confirmation before, like no, them getting together? And not saying, explicitly like this. It's always this been is, you know you assume it's been very much implied, but this is the first time they've admitted yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay, so that's that, that's a pretty big takeaway. So they kill Joffrey together. There was their plan, mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of meeting to plot again and to solve another problem, which is this uh, high sparrow problem. Uh, and uh, so that's fine with me. I don't like this high sparrow thing either. Um, and we don't know exactly what they talk about here because um, it cuts away, mm-hmm. but we do know that they're like plotting and something. Two of the most dangerous people Both in, the, in the Seven Kingdoms right now. Yeah, so the Lady Elena and High Sparrow scene and the Elena, Lady Elena and Littlefinger scene, two really great scenes. Loved the acting. Mm-hmm. The actors were great. The acting, the writing was great. Loved those. In a lesser episode, these would have won. Either of those could have won for my favorite scene. Um, but, you know, things as they are, uh, little, uh, uh, Tyrion still wins for now. Um, no, no, he still wins. That's it. It's <laughs> over. That's it. There's nothing. Um and, well, actually, there's another good scene that comes up a little bit later. So, back to Cersei. She's visiting Marjorie in the black cells, and uh, she Marjorie's looking pretty rough. Uh, gotta say, um, pr- like, and she's dropped the whole game. Mm-hmm. No, there's no more, no more playing nice. It's just she, she calls her a fucking bitch, uh, throws whatever that's like medicine or soup. I would assume that's her chamber pot. Oh, I, I assume so. I don't know. I didn't. See or else it. it's like I a water dish, that. but yeah, yeah. Um, and 
again, you can see Cersei just like so smug. Oh, yeah. The smugness is just coming off of her. Uh, like it's like pure smugness. It's like her face is just reading. Like she's just so happy that this person is just out of her way, and she can go and like lord it over her. Um, but Marjorie's not having any of it. Just tells her to get the hell out. Then we have this really oh god, this really great shot of her walking down the hall. Of, and just like a cl- as it closes in on her face, and just the mm-hmm. look on her face, right, of that pure contentment, and yeah. then the next, like you scene, said, smug, and like she's getting, she, she's not even trying to hide the smile anymore, you know. Yeah, it's just everything she's wanted. It's like gotten that smile's gotten yeah. bigger and bigger, like every episode. Um, finally, things are going her way, and I'm so happy that this next scene happens because <laughs> I've literally been calling it since like the. Since we figured out what was going on, like remember the first, was it was the first or second episode where we finally got the high sparrow. Yeah, I think yeah, about the second, I think. And we didn't, we didn't know what we, it was like. What, who, what is going on? Like, why do you even have this scene? We we're like, what's, what's, and then once we figured out what was going on, I said, well, she's gonna get, she released this cage animal. It's gonna come back to bite her, right? It's finally come back to bite her, you know. And so say what you want about like how Game of Thrones kind of like subverts typical storytelling, you know, mechanics and tropes. This is a very classic storytelling uh like mechanic mm-hmm. of this like coming of, of having something like that come back to bite you something you know releasing like this power that you didn't realize you don't have any control over it so what we can presume here I, i'm just gonna skip to the end um a bit here so she gets locked up for what she did with lancel and um which they had sex when jamie uh, thought jamie was dead well, there's that. I think it's, she's more locked up for a regicide, right? Because Lancel will admit that he ki- he helped her kill the king, Robert. You, yeah, that's probably I guess. the bigger crime. Is that what it is? Because I think it could be either of them. I, for sure, the right? regicide is is worse than just banging your nephew, I guess, or cousin, whatever it is. Is is it worse in, in to the, like to the seven gods or whatever? I, I think okay. So they're both pretty bad to the faith of the seven, but the the first one will have more effect politically, like you know, on the whole landscape of the Seven Kingdoms, right? Yeah, but his whole thing is that, like, it doesn't matter if you're a peasant or a king, you know? Yeah, right? well, she's, well, she'll, she's going to pay for both. She's going to pay for everything. Yeah, is the okay. assumption. So, I'll, I'll, we'll back up here a bit now, um, but I, I just really like this scene. I love the High Sparrow. Um, uh, his, the acting here is great. I mean, again, having, like, this, like, well-known actor in Jonathan Price. Uh, kind of does pull you out a bit. I didn't. Someone mentioned that on on the internet. And now, once I saw that, I was like, it's, you know, it's kind of true. Especially it hasn't really for me. I've, I've been enjoying him as the High Sparrow, um, and I did recognize him at first. It, but it it's just, just eh. you know, and it's like we obviously knew like Ned, we knew um, uh, Bean, Sean Bean, but and that, but like because the show is so new, we were like, you know, of course, there's going to be a well-known actor mm-hmm. in there, right? But like now, it's like all the other actors are like, we're there weren't name like a, there weren't a name you know and I was kind of used to that it was like these were the characters not the actor and with him he's more of a character actor anyway so it's not really a problem but anyway this, the acting was great love this uh, like this monologue about like stripping away the niceties was like so freaking awesome it was really badass and like that and that moment when like Lancel comes out and like how he's like he's a lot all this weight lifted off his shoulder and then like she tries to leave then there's those like nuns and like they don't have to carve Septus. things into their head, which is nice. Is that what they're called? Septas. Yeah. They're like they're, but they're essentially nuns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, like so, 
she's finally got her comeuppance. And I was back to that, what I'm saying about the typical storytelling uh, trope is that the show will subvert that from time to time, but it's at certain times you have to kind of, can you kind of have to go with the thing is it's works. not strictly about doing that because then if that becomes predictable right it's about yeah. telling the story like that makes sense for these characters in his mind that's what he's always been about it's not yeah. necessarily explicitly about just like fucking over the readers like they think this can happen well fuck you this is gonna happen it's well he, <laughs> sometimes it does feel that way it, it for sure feels <laughs> that way but that's not that's not his only goal well and and there's other times in the show where I would say I would agree with you typically, but there's definitely times in the show where you'll have scenes sp- like specifically planted to build up a character in a certain way to mm-hmm. make you feel sympathetic. But I mean, them, that's that's how TV like works. To you pull have to the, do that. Yeah, but to but to purposely pull the rug out from under you, like the next scene or the next mm-hmm. episode, right? Where like you you get to the point where it's so, and we talked about this like even last season or like the season before with the Red Wedding, how the show has become predictably unpredictable so it's kind of like reverse psychology where you're like well a normal show would do this so this is probably gonna yeah. happen right so it's actually less predictable when they do something that is predictable i mean i sound like yeah, a crazy you, person you for sure do and that being said like <laughs> uh both your predictions from earlier were very much the traditional you know i like mm-hmm. you of course this is gonna happen because he's a bad guy and bad guys get their comeuppance and that's that yeah and then it happened right so this one time yeah it does happen right and so it's well, and it's obviously a lot harder to predict the unpredictable, mm-hmm. you know, um, which is why that saying sucks. By the way, <laughs> it's impossible to predict yeah, the unpredictable, you know. <laughs> but um, anyway, I love this scene, and this again, this would be this is this, so many great scenes in this episode. And, and, and you guys have guys gotten the impression, but I really like this episode. It felt very much. Um, and this is kind of spoiling my overall thoughts on the episode a little bit, but we're, we're pretty much there anyway. This is this does end the, we, the episode. We are there. Um, yeah. yeah, and it, overall, it felt very season three and, and in a very good kind of way. Season three was very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, the pacing was great. This had like, and, and I mean, my, it felt like season three is that the pacing was great, but also because it touched on so many different things. Um, it... In season three, there were so many stories going on at the same time. You would spend an episode jumping around to like, boom, 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 boom. You'd see so many different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Where this season, things were more condensed and you'd spend more time with with one character, which is necessarily a bad thing, which is great in certain scene, certain circumstances. But like certain things with the Boltons, for instance, maybe you don't need to spend as much yes. time on, right? Please. But we have to because that's what's going on. Yeah, I know you don't like that. But um, that's a bonus on your bone there. But um, now you have this scene, which is very, this episode, which is very much like classic Game of Thrones firing on all cylinders, just going through storylines like, mm-hmm. like boom, 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 done. Like, and things are happening and you're like, you're like, you're on the edge of your seat. That that's, this is Game of Thrones at its best. I um, think that's a little strong. I really like it. Come on, settle well, down. I, I think, well, I mean, okay, what in this episode did you not like? I mean, there's definitely... <laughs> I mean, every episode has things we don't like, right? But of course. Like, and there's definitely parts of this episode that we didn't. We mentioned like the stuff in Dorne didn't land, didn't. Hit, well, okay, right? can we go over? Like, but, I'm just looking over the show notes here. The stuff we talked about, Castle Black, none of that really mattered to us, right? It was just a little rapey. Ma- Maester Aemon, that's cool, but that's that's not a huge part of the story. It was a nice little scene, but again, it was a little scene. 
the stuff in Dorne didn't. Yeah, but it's a big, but that's a big event, right? That's something that's a that's something important. With Maester Eamon dying, that's a big deal. Well, like we already said earlier, the only reason that's important in in this episode is because it means Sam's on his own. It's not because Maester Eamon died; it's because now Sam's alone, right? Well, yes and no. It's both things, but it's it does allow for that. The the way they focus on it, it's more about Sam, right? Fine, that's fine. But it wasn't like that. Wasn't the best stuff we've seen even this season, let alone the whole entire series. And then uh, we yeah. talked about the Bolton stuff. I'm kind of sick of spending so much time with Ramsey and, and Roos kind of winning everything. And just seeing Sansa as a victim, again, like she's been, she spent five seasons as a victim. It, 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 she better have a very, like, very satisfying redemption. Otherwise, it's like wasted time. It's like, it, well, not wasted time. It's just like, it's getting a little it tiresome. Is. And, you and like, you know, all, all, like, all these, like, the little add-in with Brienne and Pod. It's not that great. It's, it, that was unneeded as well. It's just to remind the audience that they're there. Well, that wasn't really anything. Yeah. Like, that was just to remind them that they're still there. But, <clears throat> and then I, okay. the stuff in Dorne, so, whatever. It's just really the last the yeah. last bit. The, the, the Marine and the King's Landing. That's okay. great. So am I, being, am I being, like, fooled by, like, just this, by two big moments no, that I really like? It wasn't a terrible making... episode. It, it, like you said, it felt very season three. I would argue it feels very much season one and two, the way that, like, it, the, the entire season, if you look at it as a whole, is on a steady yeah. rise. So I'm looking forward to episodes eight, nine, ten for sure. Because yeah, uh, okay. earlier in the season, I wasn't. I was kind of like, not that I wasn't enjoying it. It was just kind of man. They were all like a steady six or seven, yeah. and this is probably around a seven, maybe eight for me. Mm, like a so- like a soft, soft eight, or yeah, like very a soft hard eight. seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you lay it out like that. I'll agree with you. I'm not going to go lay this. At, I'm not going to lay a nine at this episode's feet mm-hmm. by any means. All right, and you definitely make good points about certain things. Not, be, I think, though, what makes it so great was the pacing. Was the pacing was really it well did work. Done. Yeah, I did have the problem with the fact that they really ch- they made a mistake and chose to end on the wrong on the wrong scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> uh, other than I, I just it felt classic Game of Thrones, and maybe that's what I liked because this mm-hmm. season's felt very not classic Game of Thrones. If you know, it's very more traditional television show. We've talked about that this season. Um, and this felt more even though it didn't so much do the classic subvert your expectations moves, it was more like this is what you wanted and it's very satisfying in that way. Um It's one of those things like I'm, I'm you know, like, I'm okay with with that. the earlier seasons, I remember you guys were kinda like harping on me because I would say, Oh well just just wait. Like it, it gets better, you know, like just wait till the episode nine because that's gonna be huge, right? Like I I know something that's coming yeah. up. So now I'm at the point where the certain storylines I'm getting to where I don't know what's coming up and I can see like it feels like the show is building towards those points. So that's what I'm excited yeah. about, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Do we know the title of episode nine? I, yeah, it, it's, for season? I'm pretty sure it's either the Dance of the Dragons or a Dance with Dragons. Some, some dancing dragons. Okay. So like the title of that book. Dragons, yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> So it's title. It's essentially it's probably just the title of one of the books. The title right? of the fifth book is "A Dance with Dragons." Yeah, so that's probably what it's yeah. called, or just "Dance yeah, with Dragons." Something like that. Drop the A, right? So yeah, it's probably gonna be a big deal. Um, but there's just based off that title, we have. I I can't think of what that would mean. No one, the way the pieces on the board are set, no one's really poised to do any major mm-hmm. moves. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, Stannis is close is the most. Yeah, well, that you know, we've also said like, that something. needs to come to a head this season. That's been built up this entire season. This, the the fight at yeah. Winterfell, and I, I think we know it will, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't know. That seems like the a good good place yeah. as any to 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 wrap her up for this uh, this this episode. Um, unless you have any other thoughts, I don't, you know. 
I oh, was asking I, that I, I think I've already said, like, I'm, I'm just looking forward to what comes next because this episode, I liked it more than episode six, but that's not really saying much, you know? Yeah, again, yeah, that's not, yeah, that doesn't say much at all. Um, all right, so if you want to ask us any questions, um, email us at towerofbabblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, which we really insist, we not insist is the wrong word, but we really encourage people to do it because that's where you're going to find that's really, really put up most of our information it's, about it's everything the most, that's happening. Like up to date, like it's easy for us to access right away and just respond yeah. right away, you know? Yeah, we're the most engaged on there as well, I'd say. Mm. Um, although I do, I respond to every email. I were engaged in Twitter. If you want to know when we're going to record a show or when, if it's going to be late or when it's coming up, that's where you're going to find it at Tower Babblecast on Twitter. Uh, you know, like us on Facebook, uh, same thing, facebook.com slash Tower Babblecast, um, YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, if you're looking for other podcasts or if you're listening to us on our regular podcast feed, um, the Tower Babel podcast, I know we haven't done one in a while and we feel bad about that, but uh, we should have one up soon. Um, we're just trying to, it's been tough. Uh, scheduling is a bit, yeah. So, yeah. so we're working on it, we know, um, and we'll sh- we should have something there for you soonish. Uh, it doesn't help that Jeremy's in Vegas, you know, probably half baked on hookers and blow Half or something like that on hookers and blow i don't know how hookers and blow work <laughs> daniel okay don't try to get me involved in your your schemes all right <laughs> anyway next episode is called uh hard home season five episode eight uh we'll be back next week to talk about that and we'll talk to you then apologies we don't have any game of thrones cover theme this week so we just stuck with the main one but we should be back to Game of Thrones theme covers next week. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Tower of Babel Game of Thrones. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I can't do it now. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh.